Welcome to Detour to Neverland, where you are the author of your own Disney story. There's a lot of satisfaction in developing ideas into realities. And you can find magic in your everyday life. If you do what you really want to do, you feel like you're playing. How can you write your first chapter today? Dreams are how we figure out where we want to go. Life is how we get there. I'm headed this way. We're your hosts, Brendan and Catherine. Welcome back to Detour to Neverland. Today is episode number 252. And today we're going to continue our One Little Spark series. So if you haven't been with us and heard one of those episodes yet, it is all about looking at the park through the lens of different emotions. We are picking different emotions and trying to find different ways at home and in the parks where we can experience those specific feelings. Yeah. So today's emotion or feeling that we're going after is community, which is one that I never thought that we would do when we first started this series. You guys can probably tell if you've listened to a couple episodes, we're both introverted. We are both also very content being alone. (laughs) We go to the parks just by ourselves a lot. We don't necessarily seek a lot of social interaction. It's not something that we particularly need. But especially with this season of life that everybody is in right now, we found ourselves looking for this community aspect of feeling close to people and feeling like you have shared experiences with people. And I imagine probably a lot of you are feeling that same way as well. Yeah, I mean, it's a big reason why we started the podcast in the first place was because we were looking for this Disney community that we found. And because this isn't, you know, your typical emotion, like maybe love or happiness or whatever it might be, I decided to go ahead and look up what is community just to give ourselves a baseline. And this helped me as I was kind of planning my day. So it might help you too as the listener when thinking about what that would look like for you going to the parks. But there were two definitions that came up. So the first one was just a group of people living in the same place or having a particular characteristic in common. And then the second one was a feeling of fellowship with others as a result of sharing common attitudes, interests, and goals. And that second one is the one that kind of stood out to me the most. And yeah, I would agree. I think that's the one that hit home for most like what I was looking for here. I would add goals and experiences because that's kind of how I structured my day of how can you have shared experiences with people that make you feel closer to them? Yeah, I like that. I will say it's a little bit hard to think about this because we also don't want to be physically close to anybody (laughs) right now or ever, actually. Yeah. Like the six feet rule, we would be perfectly fine if that stayed forever. Forever. Absolutely. So it is a little bit tricky to think about this where it's not that I want to be sitting shoulder to shoulder with someone eating dinner. Instead, I just want to feel like, you know, you can have a conversation on your way out or something like that. Are you a part of the same experience? It's that togetherness that I think everybody wants. And again, that's kind of what I'm sticking with too, is that togetherness, working towards a common goal, sharing those same experiences. You know, that's what's bringing people together. So I went first last time for our romance episode. You did. So why don't you do the honors this time? 
and share us your day. So how we structure these is we try to build a Disney day, mm-hmm. work in music and work in movies because those are the things that we can do at home as well. But obviously a lot of focus on the parks as well. All right. So here we go. Um, so I'm going to start with breakfast because I'm a big fan of breakfast. And I decided to go with breakfast tachos from Woody's Lunchbox in Hollywood Studios. And I know that that's kind of a silly one. Um, to be honest, I really struggled with finding community and food, even though that's what we love to do the most. But the way that I looked at this one is there are people like us who are completely obsessed with tachos. So I feel like that's a community there. And then there are people who don't know about tachos because obviously if you eat them, you'll love them. So there's my community aspect. Is that a stretch? No. Uh, you. I remember whenever you were making your list, you said like, what has a cult following? And you probably thought tachos because we're the leaders of that cult. <laughs> um, but I think we have determined now breakfast tachos are superior to lunch tacos. Tachos. Absolutely. In our opinion, they it's are. It's the gravy. Gravy greater than chili. And we are Southern, so we're suckers for gravy. I think this is the first time you've ever actually said you were Southern. I think I've realized more and more that I am. I feel like when we lived in Tennessee, I wanted to suppress that part of myself. And I feel like now that we are away from Tennessee, I've realized all the things that I do and all the things that I eat. And sometimes the way that I talk, like compared to my students, I'm quite Southern. Driven by grits and sweet tea. And gravy tachos, (laughs) apparently. (laughs) Okay. That's a nice breakfast. It's a little bit hard to imagine that just because there is nowhere more chaotic in all of Walt Disney World than trying to find seating at Woody's Lunchbox. Well, there's a community, a community of people fighting over one table. (laughs) That's not exactly the feeling (laughs) that I was going for. That's a lot of like elbowing and stalking tables. I mean, like, hurry up, finish your last bite. You are working towards a common goal. Getting that table. That's another thing with this season that we're in and the theme parks. That is a plus to everything going on is that now they're not letting you into that seating area unless you have a mobile order ready and you can't sit down until you have your food. So it's more organized is what you're saying. You like the organization. Correct. It is nice. So after breakfast tachos, I'm going to stay in Hollywood studios for an early morning and I'm going to just kick off my day by hopping over to galaxy's edge. I think When thinking about the attractions that are there, it's a pretty obvious sense of community in the sense that, you know, they are already telling a story, which I think helps. When I think about the rides that I picked, I feel like all of them do have some sort of story because you're putting yourself into that story. So you're automatically in a group with those people that you're with. So for example, I'm going to start with Rise of the Resistance. And if you have not done Rise of the Resistance, you might want to skip ahead a little bit. I'm not going to spoil anything, but I'm going to lay out where I think you feel the most community, if that makes sense. So because you are part of the Resistance and you are trying to help Ray, you are keeping the, you know, the base a secret. You know, you're not supposed to tell 
the empire. I feel like that gives everyone a sense of community in that, you know, we're in this together. We don't know what's going to happen. We're all going in at once. And if you've read the ride, you can probably follow like where I'm at, what I'm thinking. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's hard to tell if you're just looking at me confused or if you, if you agree. I'm good. I'm with you. And then, you know, I start to think about specific instances that we've had on that ride. And we've mentioned it before on the podcast. But, for example, the first time that we wrote it, um, the people who sat behind us, you know, they were talking to us. We were talking to them. You know, they talked about how, you know, oh, the force is strong with us and things like that. And, you know, that brings us together. Like, it is that sense of we are going on this mission together. So I like that. And then I feel like you get the same thing from Smuggler's Run, where in that one, you literally have to work as a team to- Well, you're supposed to. Well- A lot of people don't. But but I don't understand how you could not. I know people get distracted with their phones and whatever else, but if you are doing it correctly, I guess, then you are working as a team- to get that coaxium and everyone has a job, which I can appreciate again, the organization of everything. You have a role, you have to stick to it. Um, And I just think, you know, again, thinking about our experience, we did chewy mode once everyone has to press their button and it's that greater sense of community. Like we did it, we came together, we were successful. I do remember, you know, I don't think it happens as much now, but used to be you'd get your assignments and there was that little, you know, 30 seconds before you go into the cockpit that you're like, have you done this before? Have you done this before? You know, do you have any tips? And I agree. I think that's an excellent example of how you can reach community in the theme park. So I think the stories that are already embedded help. You know, there's a lot of buildup. You have the pre-show you know, spiels and everything that explain to you what you're doing and why you're working together and how it plays into the bigger picture of Galaxy's Edge. So I think that to me was a no brainer to include that in my day. Think about how cool it would be if they actually followed through with what they said about Galaxy's Edge, where things would follow you back out into the parks where like they'd come up and say, saw you go on that coaxium run. That would just add more to this. I mean, that's a rabbit hole that we don't necessarily have to go down, but it it makes you wish that they had actually pulled that off the way that they explained it. I agree. I mean, I think it would just extend that story and carry through that community for sure. But from there, so this might be a little bit of a stretch, but the more I thought about it, I feel like I had to include it. I also would include hopping over to Tower of Terror. And I think from your standpoint where you're thinking about experiences, I feel like this is one that would bring you together because you are sitting in the elevator shaft, I guess, whatever you would want to call it. You are together and you do often talk to the people who you're with. You know, you can tell if it's someone's first time writing it, if they're confused, if they don't know what's going on. Um, Like our most recent trip, you can tell if they're Disneyland people and they start to freak out whenever it. Whenever it starts to move forward. Absolutely. And it does create that shared experience where everyone is a little nervous because, you know, with Tower of Terror, you never know, is it going to go up first? Is it going to go down? You know, what's the route going to look like and everything? So I think just that anticipation factor 
is kind of giving you that sense of community and bringing you together. Also the wait, the wait was pretty long last time. I would agree with that. I think that's a good example of one. Yeah. I mean, it, it's one of those shared experiences that you see someone in a very vulnerable state on tower of terror. Everybody is <laughs> anxious and people are screaming, which is normally not a side of people, uh, normally not a side that people would see of us is screaming. You mean we don't just scream regularly? I try to resist the urge. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you as a teacher, maybe you scream at your kids. <laughs> I don't know. Don't, you- don't paint me in that light. Only on special occasions. But not many people get to see you in normal everyday life in a situation like that, is what I'm saying. Yeah, for sure. So that would kind of wrap up my time at Hollywood Studios. And from there, I'm going to hop over to Magic Kingdom. And I'm going to spend some time here, but I'm going to start with what I'm going to say is a light lunch, just because I know what I have planned in my day, and I know that my dinner is going to be quite big. So my quote-unquote light lunch is going to be Skipper Canteen. A place that we've never been. I know, we've never been, but your family's been several times, and we've heard from other people, and we know you know, the story and kind of what's going on there. So again, I feel like a story helps a lot with this sense of community because, you know, you have the skippers who are like the wait staff and, you know, the skippers themselves are their own community of like-minded pun telling people, which is fun. But then you are being invited into this space where it's a continuation of the jungle cruise And I think that in itself and the food that goes with it, I think that's its own community. You know, you're being transported somewhere else. I'm with you. I like that one. So again, food was a stretch for me. So that's that's just kind of where I'm at. Okay. What's next? My afternoon consists of Tomorrowland. So there are two attractions in Tomorrowland that I think really hit home with community. The first one, and I don't think you're going to see this one coming, Monsters in Glass Floor. I thought about it. Did you really? I did. Oh, I thought that was a good one. It is a good one. That's why I thought about it. I roll. <laughs> but this one, you know, everyone has to participate right from the very beginning. You know that you're walking into this comedy show and Roz makes it very clear at the beginning that everyone needs to laugh because, you know, you're trying to power monstropolis so i think from that sense there's a community but also the community of people who are chosen to participate in the show you know there is that willingness of you know you have to participate so that everyone laughs that we can power it you know there's like a chain reaction there and i just think it all fits together you're all in one show you're all laughing at the same thing It's that shared experience. It's interesting now that we're discussing this out loud. It is a lot of, there's a lot of vulnerability that leads to community. You know, it's the grown man dancing. Mm -hmm. It's the, you know, kid telling a joke or the churro guy, you know, and everybody (laughs) laughing on the way out of saying, hey, let's go get that churro, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of vulnerability in that. Both in Tower Terror and that, they're different forms of vulnerability, but they're both driving that same sense of community that we're talking about. Yeah, that's a good point. And then from there, you have to go next door and you have to do Space Ranger Spin. 
Okay, I I was thinking, I thought you were going in a completely different direction with Tomorrowland. Really? I thought you were doing Carousel of Progress. I was not. Okay. No, you can tell me why here in a minute, but I went with Space Ranger Spin because, again, right from the beginning, you are told that you are there working with Buzz Lightyear as a team to defeat the evil Emperor Zerg. And you have to save the batteries and everything else that goes with it. You know, there's that sense of competitiveness, which I think brings people together. There's the sense of, you know, you're all working to hit some of the same targets um, because you all want to be the galactic hero. And even past that, I like how, you know, online there is like a bigger sense of community where you can learn about how to hit those different targets, how to enhance your ride, how to get Galactic Hero. And there's just like a whole outside part to it also. So there's even a community within the bigger community. I'm with you. So I went with that one. Do you want to, I mean, I guess you asked for my carousel of progress. Yeah. Well, I'm interested in hearing where that comes from. I think you'll kind of see it in some of my answers, but I think it's, just like a, it's a depiction of that we're all very similar. We have a lot in common with each other. And I think Carousel of Progress depicts that really well. I see that. <laughs> you don't like it as much as yours? No, I mean, I think it's a good one. I I never thought of it, honestly. So I guess that's why I was curious to hear why you thought that would be a good one. I mean, I think if you pick something like Carousel of Progress... It also just ties into the fact that we're part of the Disney community and that that is something that you would actually want to ride <laughs> and spend part of your – I'm just saying, the if you're just average Joe going to Disney World, you're probably not going to do Carousel of Progress. Or you might because you can't see it. You might just get in line not knowing what it is. Well, then you're not going to enjoy it if you're average Joe. You're throwing the hot takes around against Carousel of Progress today. I'm a fan of Carousel of Progress, and I love everything that it stands for. I'm just saying it is an undervalued attraction, especially by your average Disney person. Average Disney goer who might not be nerds like we are. They might not care about it. Dig yourself out of that hole however you need to. Whatever it takes. Carousel of Progress stands everywhere I'm mad at you right now. Oh, my goodness. But that's going to end my time in Magic Kingdom. And then I'm going to go for my big dinner. And to be honest, I struggled with food, but this came to me automatically. (laughs) You've said that every single time you said a meal. I'm just saying it was a weakness. But this one stood out. This one was easy for me because when you said community – I automatically thought like sharing food, you know, like big family style meals. So I'm going to get on a boat. I'm going to go to Wilderness Lodge and I'm going to eat at Whispering Canyon Cafe because I think they have the best family style, all you care to enjoy skillets. And there's a ton of vulnerability there too. Well, so I I didn't get into my details yet, but I'm just saying when you think about community And family, you know, you're eating huge plates of barbecue. So you're getting to stuff your face. Um, You get to be in a big, you know, I think of like the big round tables that they have where you can see each other and you're with your family, you're with your group and you have all that, which is like your inner 
community that you probably already feel with your family. But then Whispering Canyon has its own community, again, kind of like Skipper Canteen with the waitstaff. They are full of shenanigans, all the little things that they do, um, you know, and it's bringing you together with the other people who are eating because the waiters are shouting things out about your table. Maybe they ask you to bring them ketchup. So you have to run across the restaurant with some ketchup. You might be parading around the restaurant. You might be, you know, chanting something, whatever it might be. You know, you're laughing at each other. You're helping each other out with the ketchup. And there's, you know, there's that bigger community there. And I think anyone who's ever eaten at Whispering Canyon knows exactly what I'm talking about. That is a really good one. Thank you. It never even crossed my mind. When you first said that, I thought you were going to go with Chef Mickey's. But that's a Whispering Canyon's a good one as well. Yeah. Whispering Canyon was the first thing I even wrote down when I was thinking about my day. So how are we ending this day? What movie are we watching and what music are we listening to? I'm not done yet. Oh my goodness. Wow, what a this day just keeps going. I hope we have coffee some point. You'd be tired at this point. (laughs) You'd have to get some with your tachos. We passed that a long time ago. So if you missed out, then you're just out of luck. My night show. I picked a night show. This night show is canceled. It's no longer running, so I don't know if this is allowed, but I went with it anyway. Maybe this is your movie. You go home and watch it on YouTube. Okay. Well, that would work too. I do have a movie, but this could be, this could also be my music. There's music that goes with this. This is one that for many understandable reasons is very underwhelming and underliked. But I went with Rivers of Light. Oh my goodness. I know. I t- It's kind of a curveball, but... I think Animal Kingdom, because I didn't include Animal Kingdom in my day yet, there is quite the sense of community there as far as how can we work together for conservation? How can we work together to be better people and save the planet and all the things that they're doing there? And I think this night show embodied that. I mean, the fourth act was titled We Are One, and it was talking about bringing all of the elements together and how they all work together. So, I mean, that kind of spoke community to me. You are just like all of your leading statements are throwing me off so much. I'm not, we're not on the same wavelength. I thought you were going to talk about illuminations the whole time. Okay. So I was thinking illuminations and then because I felt inclined to include animal kingdom, because I like the community aspect of animal kingdom, I went this direction. I was thinking illuminations because I like that sense also of coming together as, you know, a global community and working together for peace and everything. I think that's a great message. I went with conservation. Okay. People over humans. That's what I'm hearing. You mean animals? (laughs) Yeah. People, humans, those are different things. I don't know. That's okay. Animals over people. Yes, that's what I went with. I had to include Animal Kingdom somehow. So that could be my music. I might just include that. Um, But then as far as movies, I went with Frozen. So I had to go with Frozen because I think Elsa is a good embodiment of someone who is definitely an introvert, like you talked about. Um, She thinks she can handle doing things on her own. 
she's pretty much mastered it when we meet her. Um, she's very good at being alone, but she realizes that she needs that community. And the other part of community that we haven't really hit on yet, and it kind of goes with the vulnerability that you shared, but it's that feeling of acceptance within a community. And I think it took Elsa some time to feel accepted. You know, she thought that everyone would shun her because she was different and she was special. And it turns out that everyone embraced her differences. And I think that acceptance from Arendale is a very important part of community, just like the acceptance that, you know, we feel in the Disney community. Um, and it allows her to be a better leader. And I just think it's a big, that was a big factor. I'm with you. That's and, a good one. And that rounds out my day. Sounds like a good community filled day. Yes. My day. I'm ready. I'm I excited. wish that we had prefaced beforehand so we didn't end up in the same park. I'm in Hollywood Studios too, oh. which is shocking because I feel like most people, their mind would go to Epcot first for this. I mean, because it literally is all about culture and community. We missed it, I guess. Or maybe it was just too obvious. Maybe we were just too thinking the outside the box. And the reason why I got pushed towards Hollywood Studios is kind of what we've already talked about. I think the shared experiences that you have with other people there are really rich. And there's a lot of lingering feelings or you know lasting impressions that include people outside of your inner circle that happen at Hollywood Studios. So that's where we're going. First, we're going to have breakfast at Charlie Carr Cafe. We're going to get our coffee because there's no better community feeling than everybody getting the first sip of coffee in the day and being like, oh, we made it. (laughs) This is my fuel to get through the rest of the day. And standing in that line with everybody, all those like-minded people. Correct. We're going to get our coffee, pastry, maybe a carrot cake. If if you're on vacation, you might as well have cake in the morning. You can do what you want if you're on vacation. We're then going to go do some rides, and I'm going to – I did include Smuggler's Run. I won't hash out everything that we already talked about because you included it. But I do think Smuggler's Run is important for that community aspect of, you know, working together for a common goal, being paired up with strangers potentially, you know, that all works into it. Mm -hmm. Next, I want to do Toy Story Mania. And probably for the exact same reasons that you said Space Ranger Spin. You know, you're competing, you're comparing your score to the other people in your car, you're asking for tips in line on how do you score higher. All of that included, I think, drives home a community aspect. And the friendly competition. I I do think that that element of competition brings people together, too. And then I have one more ride that you did not mention. Okay. Rise is a good one, but I would replace Rise with Runaway Railway. Oh. Especially when the pre-show is running. So again, I don't want to spoil Runaway Railway because so many people have not experienced it yet. However, what you need to understand about the pre-show is that you are automatically, through the narration and through the story, everybody in that room is put together in a big group at that point in time. And you were all experiencing this now together as a group. It's very similar to how the great movie ride did it as well. 
I hate to compare the two. Yeah. People hate that. But it's very similar how there's a problem, there's a premise, there's a hook, and then the plot, you're all in it together. It's not an individual type thing. Mm-hmm. Which makes me miss the pre-show that they're not doing right now. I do miss the pre-show. They've they've tried their best with what they have to give you that information that you need to know that you are missing from not having the pre-show. But I do think a good pre-show, kind of like Rise of the Resistance and Smuggler's Run, I mean, it sets you up for what you're going to experience. And again, it kind of groups you together with the people you're standing with. So I'm done with rides at this point. Do you For wanna, the whole day? Yeah. Do you want to stop and do like some honorable mention rides? Because I have a few in mind. Okay, you go first. Flight of Passage. Oh. It's such a moving experience that I think it sparks a lot of conversation whenever you get off and you're walking out. That's a very good one. Well, and I think, too, when you think about um, that one, just that shared experience of, you know, you're supposed to be riding on the back of this banshee for the first time together. You know, this is a rite of passage. This is important. You are now becoming part of the Navi community by doing that. So it's kind of like you are inserting yourself into Pandora in a, you know, in a deeper sense. And the other one that kind of crossed my mind was Space Mountain. Just because it is thrilling and people can hear you yell. Like, I don't have a very manly uh, roller coaster <laughs> yell. I don't know if you've realized that about me, but. We've been on enough roller coasters together. It's, uh, you know, it's a vulnerable situation. Those are good ones. The only other one. I'm trying to really think of one for Epcot now because Epcot is the only park that we haven't mentioned yet. Soren. I think it's definitely Soren. You Why? don't? I don't. I'm, I think Soren's similar to the same as Flight of Passage is that it's a breathtaking experience and it's, I don't know. It's just, it's cool. We'll go with it for now. If I think of a better one later, I'll, I'll let you know. The only other one I would say is Spaceship Earth, but you're not. Or Mission Space. Well, I mean, when's the last time we went on Mission Space? Well, I will never. I don't even remember the story at this point. You go to space. You're going to space. You're on a mission to mission space. Mission Space could be a good one. I, I guess I'll change my answer from Soren to Spaceship Earth. But I don't think the ride vehicles are very conductive for a community aspect is my problem with that. Just because you don't feel like you're experiencing it with other people? Correct. Or, I mean, I guess you could look at it from a sense of you are being connected to all of these other generations. Like, it's not necessarily a community of people you're with right now, but a collective community throughout time. I could see that. Yeah, I agree. Good on rides. Ready yeah. to move forward? Go ahead. All right. So now it's time for lunch. If you forgot where we were, we just left Runway Railway. We're going to have lunch, and I think I might actually change my answer on the fly. Okay. I first filled this out and said sci-fi dine-in. But again, that's one where the seating is not conducive for a community aspect. I think there's a better option in Hollywood Studios. 
I know where you're going with this. 50s prime time. That's what you were thinking? Yeah. I expected you to say that because I know that you enjoyed pretty much the same things that we talked about with Whispering Canyon and Skipper Canteen, but like it's creating that community of you're a family. I mean, they even introduced themselves as I'm cousin Brendan, your waiter today. Yeah. So, yeah, and it's a very fraternal and, and family-oriented experience. That's a good one. After lunch, we're going to leave Hollywood Studios. We're going to take the Skyliner to Boardwalk at this point. And it's time for our mid-afternoon snack. Not much time has passed between lunch and snack. Think of it more of as a dessert for your lunch. Okay. We're going to go to Beaches and Cream. Oh, thank goodness. I can support this. So you obviously have to order the kitchen sink. If you're going for a sense of community, yeah. You have to. Hopefully you know everybody who is going to partake in the kitchen sink with you, but if not, you do you. It is absolutely essential that you know everybody. (laughs) If you're going to double dip your spoon. Exactly. It's essential. But, you know, they have the whole production. If you're not familiar with it, the kitchen sink is like, it's a kitchen sink that they bring out filled with ice cream. I think it's something like 27 scoops. Or something like that. With every topping imaginable. They make a huge production. They ring the alarm. They yell when they bring it out. They say, the Wright family is going to attempt to eat the kitchen sink. It creates, you know, that, that, that kind of antics drives community, I think. Well, and it's bringing you together with the other people that you're eating it with because, you know, it's almost, not that it's a competition. It's like man versus food. Exactly. Oh, yes. Where, you know, you're given this challenge, you know, you have to eat all of this ice cream in this kitchen sink. Now, you might need a really big party to do it. But, you know, whether you have four people or eight people or however many people, you're at least going to try. So like the challenge of trying to eat all the food. We're not going to have too much time to digest from our big lunch and our big dessert. But we're going to walk around the lake there to the boardwalk area and we are going to go to abracadab bar so you're like back to back to back with food bring your stretchy pants <laughs> we're just gonna have some light cocktails before dinner time why abracadab bar so we've actually never been but from what i understand there's still a lot of those there's a lot of performance done by the cast members you know, special drinks get special reactions. I thought about Trader Sam's would be a good example of this, too. Mm-hmm. I was just trying to pick something closest to Beaches and Cream. Okay. I see that you threw that out the window since we were going from Magic Kingdom to Animal Kingdom. but That was just for a night show. I was just trying to be respectful of our transportation available to us. Okay. Maybe you got a minivan. I don't know. I did. Maybe I teleported. There you go. That works. So after we finish up at Abracadabra, uh, I assume we sat there for quite a while because now it's dinner time. I just didn't want to go into a different park. I just love the boardwalk area. And I chose the pizza window. And I can't really explain why I think it drives community. (laughs) But for some reason... 
we've had the pizza window at Boardwalk multiple times recently. Several times. And I always have a community feeling there. Like it's it's fun to see the other families, you know, picking up three pizzas because the dad ordered too many for their two kids, you know? I do think there is something about comfort food in community because when I think about all the food that I picked, I feel like I also gravitated towards like those feel good foods. So I don't know if there's a part of that where like it automatically brings back memories of community and family and being together. I mean, I was going to say homecoming. I mean, that's like a religious experience. Everybody leaves there thinking like I'm changed forever. (laughs) I mean, so we could have gone homecoming. Pizza's good too. If you haven't eaten the pizza there, it is amazing. Is it better than Via Napoli? Hot take time. Ooh, it's a better price. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> if you're balling on a budget. <laughs> Sold. Um, and so that's going to conclude our day. I went with movie, and I know this is something that we try to take where you can do it at home if you're looking for these feelings. In this particular instance, I think the location is very important. So I want to watch a movie outside at my resort. So, you know, they set up the big screens outside and the lawn chairs, or you just bring a blanket and you sit out on the lawns and watch movies. I think that's a very nice experience for a community aspect. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to be demanding to our cast members who are choosing the movie for that night, but we will be very pleased if they chose Wally. And I will preface this I am not a big Wally fan, and I know you are not either. It's a hard one to get into. It's has a very slow start, but I think the overarching theme is very that it's much so of we can't just, you know, dive into our phone screens, that we need each other, that we need social interaction. We need to be together in order for, you know, our society and for our mental health to work. So I think. Wally does a really good job of demonstrating that. Do I wish they did it a little bit faster? Yes. Do I wish they did it with a little more dialogue? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> that's just that, that's just my dumb brain. Just nitpicky. No, I think that's a really good one. And it even ties back into my Rivers of Light. I'm just going to plug that in there with conservation and taking care of the planet and how important that is. Because they never would have been stuck in a big spaceship bubble by themselves if they took care of the planet. If we do want to throw in a nighttime show like you did. Okay. I would say happily ever after because you always see at least one person crying during happily. One ever. person. At least oh, one. Oh, come on. Multiple. I probably tear up every time. It's a little tear. So that's a nice experience as well. Yeah, that's a good one. And music, because I'm missing Epcot in this experience, because I do think Epcot stands for like everything that we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. I'd say we're going to listen to the World Showcase music, just a loop of the different countries, getting an appreciation for different cultures and different people from around the world. And that's how we're going to end our day of community. I like it. I think that about wraps it up. Any other honorable mentions or anything that you want to throw in? 
I was trying to think and I really couldn't think of anything else that would give me that sense of community. The only other one that I thought of that we have not been to, but is Tappan Edo in Japan. Because, oh, because like the hibachi yeah. type of atmosphere. Now I will follow that up with you and I hate restaurants like that. We never go to places like that. No, I would just much rather take it to go. But again, that's the introvert in us who cannot stand the thought of having to sit with other people. I hate it when I love the show that they do, you know, make the volcano and stuff all day, every day, but do not throw rice into my mouth. I'm not a fan of that. That is not going to bring us together. It might work for some, not for me. That's my hot take. I like spicy Catherine today. Yeah, that's about it. All right. Anything else you want to add? No, I think that's it for our episode today, but we will be back again on Monday. And what is that episode? What's on the schedule? On the schedule is we're going to be doing another iteration of our storytelling series. We're going to be talking about Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. So we are going to approach this from a standpoint that if you've not been on Runaway Railway, you can still listen to this episode. Yes, we are. Again, we're mostly going to focus on the things that you can pay attention to or just like the overall theme to kind of enhance your next ride. But we're not going to go into the details. We're not going to spoil the little surprises um, because we definitely don't want to do that. We want everyone to be able to experience it for themselves. But I do think even if you haven't been on the attraction, by listening, there are things that you can pick up with that will help enhance that first ride. You'll know what to look for. I agree. Do want to also mention, and thank you so much for the great response on Monday's episode where we did our very first restaurant storytelling for Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar. The response to that was excellent, and we really appreciate that. We also pushed out two YouTube videos this week. Who are we? Look at us. And we appreciate the good response on that as well. If you want to subscribe to our YouTube, it is linked in the show notes below, or you can search for Detour to Neverland. As always, if you're ever looking for a way to help us boost the show, giving us an iTunes review is absolutely the best way to make that happen. So thank you so much for listening. Hope you have an amazing weekend, and we will chat with you next Monday. Thank you for listening to Detour to Neverland. Make sure you subscribe and leave us an iTunes review if you enjoyed the show. Between episodes, you can find us on Instagram at Detour to Neverland or visit DetourToNeverland.com. We appreciate you letting us be part of your day. See you real soon.